graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. you'll never forget about me. Yes. Of course. Promise me you'll take care of our little girl. Love her. Yes. With all my heart. Promise me you'll stay strong for her. Yes. Yes. I promise. Promise me you'll never sleep with another woman. about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And I just took a cold-ass fucking bath. You want to know why, Paul? And this is something we were talking about before the episode, but for our audience. Um, and I don't know if I've brought this up on past episodes, but uh, my landlord recently, he did some renovations to my apartment. And it's sort of a... Uh, I think he was trying to sell it because he had someone in here. He was walking somebody through all the apartments where I live. And my landlord said is a guy from the city. It's a city inspector. I think it's full of shit. I think it's a guy that's like looking, you know, to buy, you know, another slumlord to fucking buy the, the apartment, you know, to buy the whole where I live. And, uh, so magically, you know, the guy does like a first inspection and there's things that needs to be fixed and stuff like that. So. Like magically, like a couple of weeks before they, before the guy came and did a second inspection, you know, they fixed all the shit in my apartment that like needed to get fixed. And certain things, certain things were important and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but like one thing that of course, yeah, would, was nice that it was done, but I don't think it was absolutely necessary is they redid the floor of my bathroom. Now, when they redid the floor to my bathroom, and, you know, and I know this is kind of embarrassing, but, you know, like, you know, or I, I hit where I live. I just have a tub. I don't have a shower. I take baths. Um, they fucked up my tub where if the water gets past a certain point, like it'll drain out on the floor, you know. So, you know, because, you know, you usually have that little stopper, 
you know, you have that to stop, you know, like that thing, the, the overflow thing that like if the water gets to it, it keeps like the water doesn't go into that now. And like if the water gets like almost past the like the, the faucets and, you know, and I'm a big dude, I displace water, <laughs> you know, yes, you I, do. I fill out a tub. And as soon as I sit in the tub, the water rises. If the water gets higher than a certain point, it spills on the floor. One, uh, you know, totally damaging the brand new tiles that the landlord just put in there. And then two. If the water is really bad, now it, luckily it hasn't happened yet. Well, it, it, I was I was told that uh, the water did leak down to my neighbor's apartment downstairs. Now since since they did the renovations and all that type, those neighbors have left and all this other bullshit. But um, you know, I try my best not to have the tub overflow and spill out onto the floor. And uh, you know, and I'm a big dude. You know, I need water to fucking wash myself. And uh, I keep calling my landlord every week. Uh, could you fix the tub, fix the tub, fix the tub, you know. And he sent his guys, but his guys are like, hit, like you know, his guys. Like, he's not sending plumbers or anything like that. He's sending his fucking, you know, and it's a wonderful collection of, of guys that are very likely ex-cons and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they slapped a couple Band-Aids on it. <clears throat> no one ever fixed the problem. And then, um, coincidentally, and it's so funny how all this shit starts happening. Coincidentally... My rent was supposed to be raised last month, uh, right before, you know, coronavirus. And, you know, nowadays people are, you know, people, tenants are going on rent strike and there are people who just flat out aren't paying their rent because they can't afford to and stuff like that. Um, so what I did was last month, or should I say for this month, when I sent my rent, I sent my old rate before the new rate. Why the fuck should I pay full rent if my landlord, after six weeks of me asking him to fucking fix it, fuck him. I'm going to, I'm just going to pay my old rate. So, uh, and then on top of the other things are fixing, now magically we have an exterminator that comes frequently and kind of take care of shit or shit around the house or whatever. And, uh, coincidentally, when the exterminator, when the guy comes up to put up signs saying that the exterminator's coming, my fucking hot water turns off in the same month, like, right, you know, when I, the month that I'm not paying my full rent. And, you know, there is a, there is a term for that and it's called constructive eviction and it is very illegal. And it's when a landlord does something where they try to make the house as uninhabitable as possible, trying to get a tenant out. You know what I'm saying? Because legally, you know, legally, if you have if you have the right to stay in a place, you know, like, you know, there's people who, you know, tenants will stay another six months without paying the rent before, you know, the landlord could finally kick them out legally and stuff like that. So the landlord will do things like turn off the fucking hot water and all this other shit. And so it's either an incredible coincidence that my hot water was turned off the day one of his guys came to put up signs saying, you know, that the exterminator is coming and, you know, and I might do this happened. I noticed it last night. I gave it a day. And so, you know, and like right, right before we started recording, like, you know, it's, it's fucking hot, you know, that where spring is, you know, summer's almost here. We're literally like at Memorial day weekend uh, by the time this episode comes out, you know, summer's about to start and it's hot and I go to take a fucking bath and there's no fucking hot water. So I had to like <laughs> slowly, slowly take a bath. So, you know, like if, like if life isn't fucking hard enough as it is, at least like it's not the winter time. Cause at least, you know, when it's 70 degrees outside, you know, I could take a cold bath and kind of try to get my shit in order. But, uh, you know, this shit will not stand. And, and I hope my landlord doesn't play some bullshit. Cause, you know, we're about to hit a three day weekend and everything like that. You know, I don't know, you know. I have I have things in mind that I know that I want to do and I probably shouldn't say them on the podcast because I don't want to get myself in, tr- in trouble. But um, you know this is this is not going to be pretty if it if it happened on purpose and it just wasn't an incredible coincidence that my my hot water turned off. Um, you know 
then maybe it's just a coincidence, but I have a feeling that there's something afoul. <laughs> hey guys, future Chris checking in here before the episode gets released and after we recorded it. Uh, my landlord did send a guy. Uh, it was the guy who came with the exterminator the next day and got my hot water back up and running. So whether it was turned off or not on purpose is still a mystery, uh, but I'm all good now before you start sending messages of concern. Uh, thank you very much, and now back to the show. Before the show, you said there was something you wanted to get into. We haven't discussed it at all, so it is just as new to me as it is to yes. the audience. Yes, so, you know, I, I find it funny that sometimes people follow Facebooks and they just don't realize it, and then they just... You see that things that are being posted on their on their Facebook page, and you know we we had this discussion about the fact that you know Chris is now single, and the last girl that he dated, I was like, you know, eh, you know, maybe she's just it's just the coronavirus, she's just having whatever. Mm-hmm. So don't you know it? I'm sitting here, and she's like, oh, I just got my 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 baby a a. a mask or whatever and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me right now like you're already dating somebody new oh okay i don't know if you knew that no because i don't uh i stopped yeah. following her on on facebook yeah so th- this 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 bitch who i was sitting there like saying well maybe it's just whatever fucking is dating somebody new in the middle of a fucking pandemic are you fucking kidding me right now oh okay this is this is you, news to me. This is as news to me as much as it is to my my the audience. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get like I, I don't know if you knew like anybody else she dated, dude, but like some bald dude, like skinnier. Do you do you know who that is at all? Not a clue. Not a clue. Uh, I mean, I unfollowed her after that because I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like that, that dude. I, this this is what I'm fucking telling you about like. Um, mental issues, <laughs> like fucking mental issues. Like, you know, it, uh, I'm just sitting here going like, uh, like, how do you date somebody in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get that. And I, and I, I hope this didn't bring you down on the podcast at all. No, but, uh, no, but that's, cause I'm trying to think like we, we broke up August, or April, August, excuse me, <laughs> uh, March 31st. And, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, within a month, you know, even within a month of us dating, she was like, you know, she was making plans for us to like move in together and, 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 you know, because, because her living situation is totally fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we were, so I, I, you know, she was already like, you know, looking for someone to kind of like rescue her to be her fucking white knight and shit like that. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, it just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't. <sighs> Like, I'll just say it, fuck that bitch. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't fucking get how you go from, you know, saying the, the things that she said to you to just being like out of the blue, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore, or just, it, 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 what you told me and what you said on the podcast made out, made it seem like she was doing it for a reason and maybe this was the reason to get with this guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, I, it just, go ahead. Well, no, because, like, right, I mean, but, you know, and I look. I didn't want to talk shit about her, but it's sort of like, you know, there were red flags there from the very beginning. Like, yeah, okay. So like, when you go, when you do your, when you do your dating profile or whatever, okay, fine. You know, you know, you don't necessarily use have to use your real name, and I get that because there's girls out there who have stalkers, and they're, you know, they're, they have a guy that's going to be like a, a psycho or some shit like that. Okay, fine. You don't use your real name, and 
you know, and I don't want to get into this, but I guess, you know, let's just talk some shit. You know, the name that I had known her through her whole, our whole relationship. I mean, if you want to call it a relationship, whatever it was, it was a fling that lasted for a little while. You know, that wasn't even her real name. Really? Her name is something else. And, uh, you know, then, like, then the funny thing is then even the people in her own house, when I would go and visit her house, they had another name for her. And, you know, she has a lot of online friends and stuff Chris, like that. Chris, why, why didn't you tell me these things? Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, one, it's fucking embarrassing, you know, to, you know, because, okay, so, so here's the deal. So, um, you know, uh, you know, her and I got pulled over or whatever, and then, uh, the cop was being a real dick. Like I got, I, I got pulled over because my let my light was out or whatever, and the cop was being a real dick. And the cop asked her what her name was, and so she said, you know, and the cop, the, and this is weird, this is, this is fucking. The cop asked to see her ID when we got pulled over. So he goes, oh, what's what's your name? And so she said her real name. And I, mind you, before that happened, I didn't know. You know, I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, she's had Facebook accounts under different names. Uh, you know, the, the name that she, she, her and I were together with, it, it, you know, it, it wasn't her name. So that's like a giant fucking red flag. You know, there's, there's something, there's, there's certain a bi, certainly a bipolar, uh, thing going on there where, you know, you go by yeah, and, like, dude, if you would have told me that, I would have been like, you need to not, like, invest yourself in this girl. Just do what you need to do, and then if, you know, if it does become a thing, great. If it doesn't, then get the fuck out, because wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. You know, and you know, but you know what? Look, you know, we were together for a month or whatever. I mean, I, and I don't I don't have any, well, I mean, of course I have animosity, but my thing was, like, I did everything right. I don't think I did anything wrong. Um, you know, if she I mean, to, I mean <laughs> she, she'll be, I mean, I, I guarantee you that if she, you. if she wanted to make a recording and say anything I did fucking wrong, feel free to fucking record it and send it to me. And I will, I will, I give you my word. I'll put it on the fucking podcast. But, Dude, uh, I would, I would say to you, like, based on what you told me. And again, <laughs> it's just based on what you told me. It doesn't sound like you did anything. Yeah. Like, you know, the relationship I'm in right now, I can tell you right now. I mean, Besides me being a guy and not, you know, us being guys and not picking up on certain things because we're idiots, mm-hmm. but that's normal, at least in my view, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how it is, you know. Those are the only things, the only thing that I probably do wrong in my relationship, honestly, right now, you know. So it's, it's, and you know, I'll, I'll be honest, my, my, my ex threw up red flags too. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know that. She put up, she threw up some red flags and, you know, I think, you know, while we're talking about like your ex, we can talk about mine a little bit. Like, you know, it's hard to get over with someone. It was hard to get, I should say I past tense. It was hard to get over somebody. I don't want people to think that. I don't want my girlfriend to think that Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Like it's hard to get over somebody when they sit there and they constantly call you and text you on a, on, on like a normal basis. And you're like, okay, what is this? Like, do you want to get back together? Like, and I, and I, and I you know, I'll, for me, I didn't press it because I was just trying to, to get my, to get back with her at that point. But, you know, it, it's hard to get over somebody when, when people do that. 
You know what I mean? And that's why when I say like there's a mental issue there, mm-hmm. it's like if okay, maybe you felt bad and maybe that's what you're doing. But if you really felt that bad, why wouldn't you just be like, all right, look, I fucked up, Paul. I don't know what you want to do, but you know, why don't you come get your stuff and get the hell out? Because I don't know if anybody knows, but I never got all my stuff back. I never got all my stuff back. I have like a bunch of, there was a bunch of anime down there. There was a, there was a chair. Um, there like a, a, a big black chair that I had in my family for a long time that I had. Um, what else did I have? I had an old computer there. I had my bed. I, the couch that I bought. Um, what else? I mean, there wasn't really too much else because the rest of it she gave back to me. Oh, my surround sound system mm-hmm. that I had. Like, man, like, it, like I, I get that, you know, if you don't want to be with me, that's fine. But give that shit back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't this isn't rocket science. Just, you know, give the shit back. Just, okay, I'm done with you. Here's your stuff. All right. I'll come get my stuff. We're done. We're good. You know what I mean? Never happened. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's just, I mean... We've talked. I don't want to go too far into it, but we've talked about the weird things that she's done off the podcast, and even you can sit there and say to me, "There's an issue there, right? Am I wrong about that?" Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean you're not wrong. I mean, I'm agreeing with you, not saying yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, there, there's an issue there. There's 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 something not quite right up there, and that's what I'm trying to say in, in, with that girl that you were dating. Is is like clearly? I mean, now that you told me that, now it's out on the podcast. Like, yeah, clearly there was a problem. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> I, and I don't know. It's. I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> There's things I'm thinking about, and and I, I you know, I, I hope this isn't uh, what I think it is or whatever, uh, because there was a. I don't know. What were What were you thinking? <laughs> I think there was a guy. I. Oh, okay. I think this is a guy. Wait, are you looking at her Facebook page uh, right now? Yeah, okay. <laughs> looking at Trax's Facebook page. Okay, then. All right. I think this is a guy whose, like, wife died, and now she's with him. That's... Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. What, did, did you know this guy, or...? No, this is a guy that she was telling me about. Holy shit. Okay. All right, so let that let that be known that... She was seeing a guy who was technically married, and his wife passed away recently, and I guess that's why she pushed me away, so she can get with a guy who's fucking, uh, who's literally, like, whose wife literally died a couple months ago. So, yeah, uh, I don't get that. That's That doesn't make any sense. Wow. <laughs> Psycho! Wow, I just, I fucking, I get the best of them, don't I? Uh... <sighs> Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> well, it is what it is. He's, yeah, he's it is what it is. But I just, I, I don't get it, dude. Like, I, I just don't get how you can start dating somebody new during a pandemic. That doesn't make any sense. Well, to no, me. no, no. This is a guy that, like, I, I think what the situation was is like he had a dying wife, and yeah. they, like, you know, like, I think he kind of hung out enough where, you know, they, you know. He had a dying wife, and he kind of like you know he was kind of hooking up because you know she had guy friends, and and you can go back and listen to this podcast. There, there, she had tons of guy friends that you know she'd be on the phone with and stuff like that, 
And I think they might have had like a thing going, but the guy was like, you know, my wife's dying and I can't fucking hook up with you. But now that the fucking body's in the ground, uh, all right, totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. And and I swear this is not a bit for the podcast. This is this is me. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> am I? Is it? Is it embarrassing? Yes, but I think it. It, it shows. It, it definitely shows more about her than it is about me. You know. It's. It's. Dude. It's. It's. It's how some women are, man, and that's how it is. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's. Let's. Uh, I mean. Uh, before. <laughs> I mean, and everything I said is the truth. So. Uh, no, that being said, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to dig a hole by saying, by bringing up other shit, but, uh, you know, that, that explains a lot. That explains a lot how I could just get easily fucking kicked to the curb. And she was, she was with the guy with the dying wife for the past seven years. Yeah, I like, mean, you know, she was, she, she had, there was, there was a guy on the hook, you know, that, you know, that's been waiting in the wings for seven years and then I disappear and, uh, the, I mean, I, I was pushed out of the way so she can get back with this, get with this guy whose wife just died. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I kind of felt that with my, I felt like my ex was doing that too. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you know, I, I kind of felt like she pushed me away cause she had somebody else. Mm-hmm. And as you can see from, I, I'm sure if you looked at her social media, she doesn't have anybody right now. So <laughs> you can see how well that worked out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it it is what it is, dude. You know, these women don't understand, you know, at least I have one that is good. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, this is, you know, we learn, this is how we learn. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes, sometimes things happen for a reason and they happen. So that way you're not into a bad situation. You know, like I've been telling you, man, like I've, I've been having some really good karma lately and I feel like, you know, it started there. That's where it was like, somebody was like, all right, I see what's going on here. We need to get you out of this situation, Paul. Sorry, but this is what's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's, that's probably what happened in your situation, man. <laughs> you know, now if you do something stupid, like, you know, if you know me well enough, what I'm going to tell you, and I won't say it on the podcast, if you do something stupid like that, I'll kill you. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as long as as long as you understand, man, that you didn't do anything wrong in this situation, then you're good. Yeah, dude. Like I, I, I like it's sort of like a relief off of my shoulders because you kind of always go like, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, because you question yourself. You're like, I didn't you do know, anything it's wrong. a it's a rejection. I didn't do anything. You know, and it's not that it's you know the guy's wife finally died and and now he's you know they can go on and proceed with whatever they had going on. Wow. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's some fucking. That's real fucking. So well, I mean, shit. I think that I get that. That gives you some good closure, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that gives you some good closure, and I think that's a. You needed that, honestly. Yeah, and I can't but, compete with know. seven years of like, you know, I can't wait for my wife to die so I can finally date you. I can't compete with that. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's kind <laughs> of fucked up that he's that he waited seven years to date another girl that. Well, you can't, if your wife is dying, you can't fucking, che- you can't cheat on yeah, your the, dying wife. But then, and now but that she's, his now wife that, dying all seven years? Well, no, no, well, cause I looked at the post and one post said after seven years, and, 
And like I said, I she I knew she had guy friends that like there was people she was always on the phone with and stuff like that. And she would tell me about this guy that, you know, that his wife was dying and stuff like that. And he was real stressed out. And, you know, so that's probably <laughs> him. Yeah. And yeah, and, 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 and then I, of course, yeah. I, of course, I, 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 I Facebook stalked him right now and I looked him up and that's the guy from that's the guy from Texas. So uh, she's yeah. all the way in Texas. No, no, no. I guess he must have come up from Texas. Oh. Like they had, like oh. they they had a, they must have had a thing going on. Like not, you know, even if it's just talking shit, you know, what I'm saying, like you're talking shit with someone online, you get an attraction, but the guy's like, you know, I can't cheat on my wife, she's dying. But now that she's the body's cold and in the ground, hey, boom, let's take a fucking plane to Rochester and fucking get this shit taken care of, you know? Yeah, but that's gonna look. But that, <laughs> I mean, that. Hey, look, I, I mean, like, dude, know. like, I remember, I remember. This just reminds me of that situation with that cop that died in Rochester. I can't think of the name off the top of my head right at the moment. It was a couple. It was several years ago. Um, his wife, like, just after he died, like, just started dating like random like police officers, and like, not even a. It wasn't even a year. I think it was like six months, seven months after he had died, she was pregnant with some other guy's kid. Yeah, well, that's like, that's notorious in um in like firefighters. A lot of firefighters, like when when a firefighter dies, like the widow. Well, one, I mean, the guys, the the the, the you know the, the firefighters' friends, they're all fucking dogs and animals, and will jump on the fucking widow in a heartbeat. But that happens. That happens a lot in fire, like along with firefighters. You know, what I'm saying so police officers too. I think police officers too. I think there's you know there's sort of a thing where. You're married to the job for a little bit, also like you know when you're a, when you're a wife of a of a of a police officer or, or a firefighter, you know you know that there that any given day you know your husband could not come home, and so uh, and then, I don't know, know, man. I just I just feel like I feel like that alpha maleness. Somebody, <laughs> I feel like if if your like significant other dies mm-hmm. and you start dating somebody within not even a year after they died, like you're you're kind of like. That just kind of goes to show how much you actually care. Now, it's a different situation if the if your spouse is like, "Look, I need you. I want you to move on. I want you to find somebody different. Be happy, okay? And that's what I want you to do. That's that's completely different. Mm-hmm. But in it, it, I don't know, dude. Like, if I were like the wife's like family, and I saw some dude, like if I saw him like go up and now she's posting pictures with a new girl, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I mean, if it was like, if it was like, let's say your 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 brother was a cop, and then your brother had a wife, and then your brother passed away in the line of duty or whatever, and then you, then you saw your 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 ex sister in law now dating another cop, like probably from the guy's precinct or whatever. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's grimy as fuck. But you know, there's sort of like you know, don't try to explain yeah. it. It's just grimy as fuck. Okay, yeah, let's just grimy. leave it at that. <laughs> it's grimy, wow. dude. It's, it's I just I don't get it, man. I, I... And I think that does that guy have any kids? I think he's got some kids too. So it's just like, what are you trying to do? I mean, like, you know, look. At least he waited. Look, he never cheated on his wife. I mean, well, I guess he did. You don't I guess know that's, that. that's, that's that's emotional. T- I mean, that that's sort of that's a, that's an interesting take. Is did he cheat on his? If you have like a whole relationship with someone where maybe you don't physically do anything, but you know, you're like as soon as uh. You know, as soon as she's dead, you know, but you and I could hook I would, up together. I would be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I think, I honestly think that she probably slept with him at one point. Not probably when she was with you, but I would say like 
if I if I were a betting man, I would say that she probably slept with somebody. Like else. like if this guy's wife was still but alive, that her, if that if, if that guy's wife was still alive, me and me and my ex would still be together. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Wow. You know. But see, here's the thing, like, and at least look, she didn't cheat on me. You know, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, she didn't cheat on me. But yeah. you know, uh, you know, she pushed me away so she can get with this dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, hey. Thank goodness nothing, you know, this didn't drag on for years and years and years. And then, like, she goes, oh, I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to go to visit my friend in Texas. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I mean, that's what a, that's what would have happened, man. And here's the thing, like, I don't know if, if he went to see her or she went to go see him. But, like, again, why the fuck are you going? First of all, why are you dating somebody in a pandemic? And then, number two, why are you flying in the middle of a goddamn pandemic? Are you fucking stupid? Like, ah, uh, like I just don't get people, man. It's just like it's like. I mean, I guess this. Uh, I, I oh, just, I, it, I can think of something matter. really nasty and wrong to say, but I'm probably not. It's not. <laughs> well, you can say it off the podcast. You don't need to go anywhere. Oh man, I can think of something really fucking nasty and wrong to say, but I'm not gonna say it. But it's sort of just understand that I have. Oh boy, I have some fucking. Ooh, I have some fucking. Ooh, I have some really good ammunition that I find. And once again, it's like. I, I like I like I'm obviously I was hurt because the rejection, but now that I see why I was why she broke up with me, like I don't feel so bad anymore. So I don't want to hurt her. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to hurt her feelings. Like oh, you hurt me, so I'm gonna hurt you back. You know? But um, I can. Think oh, of, I was I, I, I started off this podcast hurting her, so whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I I can think of a fucking I can think of some really fucking nasty things that I know now that I now that I put two and two together and and you know and that guy drew. Oh well. And 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 look, I don't have a problem with the guy, you know what I'm saying? But then again, it is kind of fucked up like if her and I were in a relationship and and I know she used to get on the phone with him and stuff like that and so you know, Dude, it I is had, kind of fucked I had, up. You know, like if you're ta- if you're dating someone and she's talking to a guy on the phone that you know that they want to be together but they can't. So, I so guess, is that me, cheating? Me, Did she cheat on me? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. So let me let me tell you a little story. So this is this is a different ex than the one that I had recently. Mm-hmm. I only dated her for like two or three months but um so this girl so i started dating this girl mm-hmm. and um this was basically what happened was is she she was talking about how like she was talking to this dude before uh, i guess he was in the army or anything and blah 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 about coming back so like all of a sudden she like after like two months she's just like i'm done and i'm like why are you done? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm invested. We're invested in each other. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, this dude came back, and, like, not even a week later, she was with this dude. Mm. Like, talk about sleazy, dude. Talk about fucking sleazy. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but, um, like, really fucking sleazy, dude. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she, I think she cheated on me, too, with him, and then broke up with me, and then started dating the dude. Dude, she's not dating that guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's it's like it's sitting there like, and this and she hasn't been dating this dude for a long time actually. Um, that's why I know it. I, I don't pay attention to her Facebook. I don't even stalk her anymore. I don't even know why I dated her in the first place because I had my. I, sometimes I was just like, what the fuck am I dating? When you, when you think of, when you think with your dick, you fucking when you think with your dick, you fucking you forgive a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're when, um, when you just want to get your fucking dick wet, you know. You, I don't you, think you, it was. You ignore a lot of red flags. 
I mean, I don't think I don't think it was that so much, dude. I think it was more or less like, you know, we kind of had a connection. So I was like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. let's see what, um, um, you know, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like at least at least I got some karma out of it. Like, you know, it's it, it's I I love when people get their just desserts for hurting somebody or treating somebody like crap. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it makes it, it just makes me laugh when, you know, they're like, Oh, I think I can, I can do better with insert guy. And then they don't even, they don't even get to date him for more than a year. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think my recent ex, she hasn't even dated the longest. I think she dated somebody was like four months mm. from what I've been told. And I'm like, that just tells you right there, like, you're not going to find any better than me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm just being a little too real, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I you know, it, it just that, that situation, it pisses me off when people, okay, not people, women do this. You know, <laughs> yes, men, men are pigs. Okay. I will fully, I will fully fucking sit here and say men are pigs and a lot of them think with their dicks, but there are guys like me who don't. Mm-hmm. And, when a guy like you decides to actually do everything the right way and not fucking, you know, do something that's wrong. And then all of a sudden now, you know, Oh, I'm going to make it up an excuse so I can date another guy. Just, that just makes me angry. Yeah. I like, mean, the yeah, cause women could do, women could fucking, you know, cause she said she loved me. She was ready to fucking move in with me. Yeah. Thank God. Thank goodness. Her and I didn't uh, move in together. Cause imagine like, if, like if, because you know, we were looking, you know, like, I, I, I was on, looking on Craigslist. I was curious. I mean, and actually, now I may have to fucking move in now, just anyway, because my fucking piece of shit landlord. Uh, but, you know, I, I was looking at apartments, and my, I was saying, it was like, you know, you know, where I live, where I live is the fucking, you know, it's the ghetto and shit like that, but, you know, we can probably move to a more decent place if we combine our, you know, we combine our incomes. Yeah. You know, yeah, we can, exactly. we can, we can live in a nice place. So, you know, thank goodness I didn't get, I didn't get, caught up in a fucking lease i you didn't you never introduced her to raven right we the she met raven once and that was only because uh, a buddy of mine from new york city came up to rochester and uh i you know it's it's one this like this guy was like my best friend growing up so i wanted him to see raven because you know that's my buddy and then i also wanted him to meet her because at that particular you know at that particular time (laughs) you know she was very important to me and uh so uh it was more like, you know, they were so both they were once. both meeting my friend, but you yeah. know, but you know, yes, she met Raven, but you know, up until the and if it wasn't for my friend coming up here to, for that to be a thing, I was kind of holding off on on having her meet Raven. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. At least at least it was more. It wasn't more than once, you know. Hey. Yeah. I you know because that's the that's the thing that I that's the one thing. You know, I just, I don't like when, when kids get involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, you know, for me, I just, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's just, you know, if you don't, if you're not sure about dating somebody, don't invest your feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just what pisses me off, you know? And if you don't want to be with somebody, just break it off. Just break it off. And leave it alone. Because then you fuck with somebody's like mentality, and now they're thinking something. Now they're sitting there questioning their self. You know what I mean? It took me a long time to realize, man, that 
I did nothing wrong in my last relationship, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's just me being very, very clear about it, like, and to the point. I realized I didn't really do anything wrong in that relationship. As a matter of fact, yeah, I'm a man, and yeah, I, there were some things that I could have probably done better. I mean, no guy's perfect, no woman's perfect, but did I do anything extremely wrong? No. You know what I mean? Like, if you take care of your woman and you do everything, you work two jobs and you do what you're supposed to do, guess what? You're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. I wasn't beating her. I wasn't treating I wasn't, like, verbally abusing her. I was, you know? So, you know, it, it's just, for me, like, it, it took me, psychologically, it took me a, a while. And, you know, <laughs> it was just, you know? It was like a, it was like a, uh, like a mental fuck, like mind fucking sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it, 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 it you know, it just kind of destroys you because you're like, because you just sit there and you constantly think, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And see, the whole thing is, is like, now, had you not told me this in this situation, I would have been, I would have kept fucking like hating on myself. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, like. And so, you know, so the funny thing is, like, sometimes, like, you know, people, under, I guess this be a, let this be a lesson that, you know, someone will break up with you and, and you'll be, like, wondering, like, what the fuck did you do wrong? And sometimes, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not you. It is them. You know, <laughs> it's sort of, uh, you know, it's, but, it's it, 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 you know, it, you know, I, I feel redeemed. I feel like. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's part of the reason I brought it up, because I, I felt like, you know, you would be, you know. You get, you're gonna get some kind of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like relief from 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 this now. You know what I mean? I didn't have that. Yeah. I didn't have that, and you know, and that's part of my that's part of my like just like my whole trying to be good karma. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've this quarantine and being inside more and not going out and doing stuff more. Yeah, that's kind of. (laughs) I mean, that's affected me Mm -hmm. and. You know, once this kind of calms down, I won't be so affected. But, you know, and, you know, even now, now that it's warm out, I'm actually walking around the neighborhood because I can't go to a fucking gym. Um, don't worry. I'm not one of those Kens. I'm not like, oh, I got to go to the fucking gym. I got to get my hair cut. No, no, no. I, I, I can go without that. But at a certain point, it's like, you know, I, I totally understand people going out and getting exercise and stuff like that. I just like, yeah. the you know. I don't really leave the house that often where, you know, like I go to take my daughter to her mom's house and I see people walking in a group, you know, and it's obviously, like I said, you know, you could, I think you could look at two people and see if they're in a relationship or not. And it's like, they're clearly friends. And I'm like, you know, like, and I understand it helps to be with your friends to exercise, but this is not the time to fucking, you know, go hang out with your friends right now. Even if I you mean, are, we can, I guess this is a good time to kind of transition into that. Like, I mean, you see my Facebook dude, I am ragging on so many fucking people for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you don't understand to wear a fucking mask every time you go out. Yeah, and, like, and you had posted a video about a guy at a, at a Costco. And the funny oh, thing is, yeah. like, this could be, oh, this could be more perfectly indicative of everything that's wrong with the problem. Okay, first, I hope that. I hope- I hope that guy didn't get fired, but I don't think he did. I don't think the manager got fired. You know, uh, he probably got. Uh, you know, a slap on no, the wrist, just sort of yeah, like, you know, I the mean, cameras in probably, your face or whatever. But, you know, but it also, 
it's not making I don't he didn't make Costco look bad the, the manager kept his cool he wasn't mean he wasn't nasty he was saying you know do you have to respect the store's policy now let now let's 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 take the story apart for a second one it's a fucking Costco you know Americans love their fucking Costco and you know and the, and ironically enough when when the manager pulled the fucking cart away you know he's you know the the guy was buying like toilet paper and stuff like that so the guy so the manager goes I'm telling you to leave, and 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 he goes, well, I don't believe, you know, the guy's like, so I, I I wish I could, I could probably watch the video now, but I'll just paraphrase, saying, you know, I'm not going to wear my mask, and it's my right to not wear a mask because when I woke up, I woke up in a free country. Okay, fine, let's understand, the motherfucker, you're in a, you're in a business establishment. Yeah. They have rights too, and they it's... reserve the right to refuse service to anyone who does not follow store policy. Right. And, so. And, and so in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and the whole thing is like, we're seeing the video. We're seeing the end of the video. I'm pretty sure someone spoke to him and said, could you put on a mask? Could you put on a mask? You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, we so saw the tail end. It's like what I saw in Walmart today when we went into Walmart. Uh-huh. People like people fake, like either put their mask on and take it off when they come into the store mm-hmm. or they put their like shirt up. Like I saw a couple people do and I, oh, I wanted to fucking slap them so much. Um, they put their thing up to like make them look like they they had masks on, and then they don't. And I'm like, and and that's and even even my girlfriend was like, she was more disgusted with the with the selection in Walmart because, dude, like you go into Wegmans, Wegmans has everything now. I know you don't like Wegmans, but <laughs> everything every it has everything. You go into Walmart, and I don't know if you, if it's like this at the Hudson uh, Walmart in Nirondequoit because that's the one you usually go to, right? Well, not anymore, because that's the one oh, okay. I used to go to. And uh, like, not for nothing, in the, in the in the middle of the pandemic, that's like if there if there's a central if there's a if there's a ground zero <laughs> for fucking yeah, pandemic activity, it would be that the Hudson Walmart, which you know yeah, what, so, where I used to live. Yes, I used to go to that Walmart all the time, but where I live now, no, thank you. <laughs> so so like so, dude, like there's nothing in that. Like it, it's it's like the the pandemic is still going on, and people are just rushing that store, and it's like why. Like, why are you rushing that store? Mm-hmm. Like, you can go to Wegmans now and get everything you need. You can probably go to Tops and get everything you need, but you're going to go to Walmart and get all your, your food. Like, that's what she was disgusted by. It was like, there's no food in there, really. There's no, like, you know, there was no, I mean, because everybody's switching over to Walmart, they don't have a really, or not Walmart, like, online. Like, Walmart doesn't have a huge selection of clothes, so it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, why do I want, why would I buy stuff here? Yeah. You know? And that's that's the thing, like you know, she's disgusted with that, but I'm disgusted with the the people that are going into Walmart that don't have the mask on. You go into Wal- you go into Wegmans, everybody has a mask on. I was in Lowe's, everybody had a mask on. You go into Target, everybody's got a mask on. Fucking Walmart, you at least see two or three people that don't have a mask on. And by the way, don't you think for a second that I'm talking about a black person? I'm talking about fucking dumbass white people. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like. Put your goddamn fucking mask on. Like, or, I mean, get a mask, put a mask on. Stop thinking that this is like, you know, uh, oh, this isn't something that you should take seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm more worried about my kid getting sick and getting whatever that thing is that you get after getting over COVID than anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not trying to be psycho about it. I just, I don't get how people can't respect people that have been out there right now that are in the hospitals, that are in the grocery stores, that are, that have been doing this for a long time 
and you go into a store and go, well, fuck it, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, mm-hmm. go to fucking hell, and you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and the whole thing is, like, the guy's like, oh, I can, when that, in that video that you posted, is like, the guy's like, oh, I, you know, I thought when I woke up in a free country, and it's like, motherfucker, just because it's a free country doesn't mean but, that the but, store has to kiss your fucking ass. But here's, here's the thing, here's the thing, and he, I don't think he had a mask, like, around his neck. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bet you that he had that's what I was trying to say like I bet you he had a mask and he had a mask on when he came in because the girl that he was with had a mask yeah so I'm thinking he had a mask and then he took it off because he didn't want to wear it in the store because he he didn't want to wear it at all he just had it so that way he can get in the store and then they were like dude you can't be in here without a mask on and yeah. people probably complained about it because you know let's face it you go into Costco Costco has the policy no mask no service yeah. period i mean you, you're gonna have to understand like these malls when the malls reopen they're in, they're pretty much telling all the stores everybody has to have a mask on mm-hmm. and if they don't get out yeah. so that's what's going on like i'm sorry but if you can't respect that policy you know i mean i don't i don't have anything definitive yet but that might be the policy at my theater because new york state is requiring all employers pre- uh, provide PPE to all their employees. Mm-hmm. It's a mandate. So if they're mandating employees to do it, they're going to mandate customers to do it. So guess what? Now we need to make sure that the customers are coming in with it on. And if they don't, they're probably going to have to leave. Well, and that's I mean, the most well, at least like not for nothing. There's, there's at your job. There's literally a gatekeeper. <laughs> there's literally someone there whose job is to let people in. So like, you know, that person, you know, I mean, of course, you know, once the, people are out of eyesight of like the ticket taker or the person selling the tickets you know that's another story but you know other stores you know it's hard enough running a store where you're running to register and taking care of customers now you gotta have someone at the fucking door like like your job is almost easy you guys have it easier than other retail places because you know a person walks into a theater you know there's someone there like you know that rips the ticket and lets you win if that if your customer doesn't have a mask i'm not gonna let you win (laughs) i'm not gonna sell you a ticket (laughs) i mean if if i'm gonna be honest with you like i don't know i don't know what the policy is going to be i mean they may tell me, well, you have to let people in even if they have a, don't have a mask on. That won't, that won't last very long because people will complain and they'll throw drop comment cards and then, you know, whatever company, mm-hmm. you know, whatever company like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, you know, mm-hmm. all these companies are going to have to, you know, do this, drop this whole, you know, make sure that everybody has masks on everything. So, you know, it, it just makes sense to, you know, just put the policy in place in the first place. If they don't come in, I mean, especially at a movie theater where you could pass it very easily, you know, like that's, that's just common sense. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with, with my movie theater in particular, but we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, one other thing I wanted to talk about quickly because i'm sure you have nerdy stuff on the second half but mm-hmm. um looks like denny's is shutting down everything nationwide because I, I i thought that denny's i thought that they just were shutting down uh denny's around here mm-hmm. but like it's like let's see so um there's central new york all the denny's thought there were seven in central new york that have closed the five remaining ones in rochester have closed um like and I'm just sitting here going, like, what is going on here? Like, 
I, I, I don't get it. Like well, I, I mean, well, a I, lot of, I, I just, I think a lot of places just in general were already like on the bubble before the fucking, you know, before the pandemic. Like there were a lot of places that were, you know, like like human beings, like living paycheck, you know, their version of living paycheck to paycheck. And then this comes and hits them in the, you know, and it's not, I mean, I guess technically, I mean, Denny's could still survive with like, if, you know, with the, you know, uh, DoorDash and, and Uber Eats and Grubhub and all those places delivering. But, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they just, you know, they gave it a shot <laughs> and, you know, and after a couple of months, you know, it just, it's not a sustainable, uh, cause it's yeah, not, cause I mean, a lot of the Denny's out here, man, would do so much business. So it's just, it's very like, it's. It just doesn't make sense to me that all of a sudden, like, all the Denny's would shut down. You know yeah, what but, I mean? But so. no, nobody thinks of Denny's as takeout food. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, they, they were they were offering, like, I saw commercials for them offering, like, doing the whole to-go thing, but none of them around here, I think, was doing it. And I'm like, I don't understand that. that was on, on the whole, on the whole, when you think of, like, to-go or to, you know, someone delivering, you think of all the fast food places. You think of McDonald's. Right, well, actually, King, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they were doing to-go stuff before. I'm sorry. No, well, I I'm saying, they, 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 yeah. they, they've been doing, you could walk into a Denny's and say, I'd like to, I'd like, I'd like to take that order to-go. You can, you can do that. But I'm saying, yeah. people, when you think Denny's, you think sit-down experience. <laughs> you know, Denny's is, you know, the joke is, Denny's is always the place you go after, you know, the bar closes. And yeah, and everyone's fucking shit faced, and then all the drunk people end up going to Denny's. Or you know, when you in Rochester, when all the bars close at two, Denny's at three o'clock in the morning is a bunch of fuck, filled with a bunch of drunken low lives. But um, you know, yeah. but I'm saying not, Denny's doesn't have a reputation for being a place where you can order out or get your food to go. You could easily get your food to go in any Denny's. Is just you know that you know I think you know they didn't have that presence. And obviously, you know, the, the, the pandemic took everybody's by surprise and, you know, they're really suffering, you know, they're really suffering because of it, you know, and the economy was already doing shitty, you know, <laughs> you know the fucking world's going to hell. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is what it is, man. So it's time for commercial break. All right. And with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Oh, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Trudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could it's get out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. 
Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year. On sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul. So the beginning of the episode took up. <laughs> I spent all this time putting notes together for the show, and there's, there's, the whole show was. I don't want to say derailed, but it definitely you had other things to, to talk about. Um, so let me see. Let's. I just want to quick fire my regular stuff that I had. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, I threw you off your game. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I if I'm not mistaken, they opened a mall in Arizona, and there was already like a shooting, a mass shooting. At a mall Is in Arizona, that? I I you know I don't I don't look see at, so, I didn't see anything on the news. Or I don't know I I could have sworn they said it. I want to say and maybe I don't want to say the name in case. Uh, yeah okay here we go. So, uh, West Westgate Plaza shooting. Okay yeah because uh, I say because Westgate Plaza there's a Westgate Plaza in Rochester but I'm not talking about that. This is this is Westgate Plaza, Arizona. Three injured after shooter opened fired opened fire on a large Arizona shopping center. Police say, and that's on the, that's from the Washington Post. Then the Wall Street Journal, uh, the headline: at least three people shot at Arizona shopping center. And I believe this is like literally like a day or two after they opened up the mall for you know for all the fucking uh, you know all the dummies protesting outside to reopen. You know they they find, the place finally does reopen, and what happens? Uh, some genius shows up with a gun. And, uh, starts bucking shots. Um, yeah, Westgate Plaza. I don't want to say it until I, I double checked it, but yeah, Westgate Plaza in Arizona. So, you know, it's, it's like, you know, <sighs> fucking people. Is this, you know, this is not going to be a good year. Um, right, no, gotta... probably not. <laughs> probably not. Just put on a fucking mask. Um, there, there are bars in New York City that are like, serving drinks and allowing that people can take their drinks and drink out on the sidewalks, you know, which like in New York city was, is very frowned upon, you know, open, open, open container laws are, 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 were very strict, but you know, the cops have been very relaxed on it with, you know, people drinking outside and stuff like that. Um, and then I guess like in California, there were, there were like Uber drivers and stuff like that were like, or, you know, delivery places that were delivering alcohol, and the person, you know, the, the person delivering the alcohol, like, never carted the people they were delivering the alcohol to. So there are places, like, in California that are getting trouble because they were delivering alcohol to minors. So once again, just, just fucking use an ounce of fucking... I mean, once again, I guess if you work for Uber, it's not like, you know, you don't have a boss and you could do whatever the fuck you want. But, you know, I, some people, the, you know, the assholes are going to ruin it for the rest of us. I would... I haven't yet only because, like, I live, I live like, a two-minute drive from a liquor store. So when I get my when I get my whiskey, I go and I get. You know, uh, but you know, I would I'd love the idea of having alcohol delivered to the house. And you know, why don't people have to fuck it up? But then it's kids who want to drink. But you know, when I was a kid, not a kid. When I'm saying when I was like 14, 15, 16, 
you know, we we blatantly walked into the fucking corner store and the guy never carted us or anything. You know, we bought forties and shit like that, and the guy never gave us a fucking issue. So Yeah. You know, I mean I, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, I'm I'm just saying is I'm no fucking angel. But you know, God, you know these kids are gonna ruin it for everybody else. Well, um, it's 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 the whole it's like the whole like I mean I I don't want to go too well fuck it we'll go into it um like here in Rochester there were a couple gather there was an, a minor accident where a bunch of girls just jumped these other ladies that were in the accident with them mm-hmm. and all of them got arrested and then there was another like hundred person like funeral or whatever you want to call it not funeral but like celebrating somebody's life and the police had to use pepper spray and that to to break it up like use fucking common sense like you know this is like if you want us to go into phase two of new york state's opening how about you how about you stop being fucking idiots and do what needs to be done like do do what they tell you to do wear a fucking mask don't have large gatherings and just wait look you know what i mean if I fucking die tomorrow, and I, you know, like, you know, and I can say this, if I die tomorrow, I don't give a sh- no one, no one needs to come to my fucking funeral. By the way, I need, I, the, I need the passwords to everything. Too, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I have no, I don't want anybody, my own mother, let my own mother stay at home. I don't want anybody risking their life and their health to come to my fucking funeral. And I hope that all my friends and family could understand that if someone close to me died also, I would be very reluctant to go to their funeral. It's just not going to happen. Not right now. I'm not going to go out and put myself in, in harm's way. And I, you know, I, I, I tell my friends and family, I love you. I love myself more, you know, and I'm, and I'm sorry. And, and like if someone passed away in my family now and, and it would, it might ruffle some feathers with some family members, but you know what? If, if, if it's a, if it's that much of a problem to it's- you. Then you know, tough shit. <laughs> you know it's, it's the whole thing I was talking about. It's it's about the respect. If you respect the people that have been out here all along doing what they were, what they've been doing mm-hmm. in the hospitals, at the grocery stores, and whatever, it's the same. It's the same thing with respecting the people that can't have a funeral because they don't want people to get sick. Like yeah. there are people literally waiting right now to have a funeral for their loved one, but they're not doing it so they don't get other people sick and they die. Mm-hmm. Like. You got it. Like it, it just it just boggles my mind. It. This is why we have to have a fucking lockdown, Chris. This is why we have to do the things that we do. You know, I see people whining all day long about how you know Cuomo's doing this or Cuomo's doing that. I'm like, if you would watch his press conferences, you would get all the information. You would understand. Like people were bitching about education. I'm like, did you not understand what he was saying? Do you watch the press conferences? No, dude. Stop looking at fake articles and listen to what he says. Like he's sitting here literally saying, we need to transition to online learning for now. We need to learn how to do that. We need to do all that stuff. That was just, that's just an example. But it's like, you know, people, they, they want to have their freedom, but it's like, you don't understand, like, it's not about your freedom. It's about respecting the people that have been out here doing what they're doing. It also means respecting other people's, other people too. That can't get sick because if you get some of those people sick, they're going to take it back to somebody that's their loved one, and then they're going to get sick and they're going to die. Yeah. Like it, it's it just it boggles my mind. It's like in, in New York City too. Another thing that happened was um the these 
there was a, a, a Jewish school that was doing school and they had to go in and, and, and shut that down. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what are you doing? Like, no wonder the mayor gets pissed because all these Jewish people are doing it. I'd be pissed. You know, in our city, it happens to be that, you know, happens to be black people doing in New York City. It happens to be Jewish people fucking doing, you know what I mean? Like there are white people doing it by going and protesting without masks on in these cities. Like, does anybody, it's not, does anybody like not think like that? It's just stupidity just pisses me off. Like it just, it really fucking pisses me off because you know, yeah, would I like to be going to every single store? Sure. Would I like to be doing, have my regular life back and not have to wear a mask? Sure. But guess what? We can't now. So, do the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and for some reason this, I mean, just reminds me of, um, another thing I kind of, I, I posted, but is, you know, uh, you know, uh, earlier we were talking about people not wearing the masks, masks and stuff like that. Yet these are the same people who want to carry guns. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, you want to carry a gun. Why do you want to carry a gun? Because I want to keep people, I want to keep my people safe. I want to keep things safe, safe for everybody. The only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Oh, but when it comes to wearing a fucking mask, now we have a problem. You know, and it's sort of like if, if you're all about carrying a gun, but not wearing a mask, it's more about you wanting to fucking flex that you're carrying a fucking a weapon and yeah, actually caring about people's safety. You want to look I, badass. You want to look like the fucking I Punisher. Just, <laughs> I, no, I don't get these like, I mean, we talked about this on the last podcast, but I don't like, I, I don't get why people are getting attacked for telling people to wear a mask. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now. If, if somebody comes into my place and they're not wearing the mask, I'm going to ask them politely to, to put a mask on. If they don't respond, and I'm and I'm sure knowing my company, they'll probably have something along the lines of having masks for customers too. If mm-hmm. I try to accommodate you in more ways than one, and you're not going to put a mask on, then you got to go. Yeah, you got to go, and that's you know. That's a, that's I, if I was a, if I was a fucking manager of a store, or maybe maybe not maybe more of a district manager than a manager, like I, I swear, going to like. And like I said, this last podcast also, it's like, I went to fucking Dollar Tree and I got two bandanas for a buck. Like, if I I was like a a district manager, I would fucking go, you know, go somewhere, you know, get a whole bunch of fucking like bandanas or whatever, bring them to every, bring them to every store and say, look, if you have someone that doesn't have a mask, offer them one. Here's, here's a free fucking bandana. You know what I'm saying? Or, 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 you know, or if, I mean, if you could get your hands on actual, on actual masks, even better. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they, you know, say, look, you know, I don't, we don't also want fucking you guys clearing us out of fucking masks. But if, if you don't have a mask, here's a mask. Cause that's the only way we're going to let you in the store is if you have this on. You Dude, know? it's, it's the same, it's the same thing that I keep saying. Like, you just, if you would, would have worn a mask, we would have, if you wore a mask, there's going to be no issues. Yeah. But if you don't, if you if you wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask, then there's going to be issues. And it just is what it is. I don't think that really happens up here in Rochester, so thankfully I don't think we'll have to deal with that too much. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm going to have some I'm going to have some idiots that come into the movie theater and they're going to they're going to try to not wear a mask. Yeah. And I'm going to say to them, listen, here's the deal: you got to wear a mask, and if you don't, you're going to have to leave. And it's going to have to be the new norm. And by the way, that's not going to just be me. That's going to be every store probably yeah. is going to be doing that. You know, 
nobody wants to take the chance of somebody of some like a a cluster of COVID cases come out of your business. You're gonna get sued. You're gonna get sued so quick it's not even funny. And I just this you know I I can't wait till we get a vaccine so that way we can kind of just get this over with because I I just I can't stand the stupidity, Chris. I just can't. I really fucking can't. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, uh, you know, and then our, our, our lovely fucking Cheeto in charge, you know, uh, cor- what he said, coronavirus testing is overrated. Yeah. This coming from a guy who gets tested. I'm pretty sure gets tested every fucking day. Everyone around him, like you can't even get, a, you can't even get close to the fucking president without getting tested. You know, uh, you know, that's how they, you know, they, they caught like, you know, the couple of people that were working in the, in the White House that, that are now testing positive. You know, these people get tested, if not every day, frequently. And, and the president probably gets tested, you know, I don't know if he does, he gets tested every day, but, you know, uh, more than once a week or whatever. And for him to go, oh, the testing is overrated. Yeah, motherfucker, because, because you got it. <laughs> you're getting tested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're taking it for granted for, for people that are just trying to fucking get their way. You know, there's people out there who don't have cars and people who don't have, you know, who have to take public transportation to their quote unquote essential job, you know, and yeah. they're, they're scared because, you know, if they lose their job, you know, they don't want to get fired. And I mean, and, you know, they just want to pay their fucking bills and, and, and they want to get tested just to make sure they're okay. You know, and I mean, thankfully, thankfully, we live in a city that's so spread out that, you know, it's it's a lot harder for somebody to get coronavirus. And that's that's a good thing. That's definitely a fucking good thing. And, I, and I'm very happy that we don't have to deal with that. But, you know, it, it, it's just for me, it's like, how do you equate how do you equate not wearing a mask? Like, it's very simple. The minute that you get in your car, you take it off. The minute you get home, take it off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't hard. This isn't hard at all. Like, I just don't get it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad I live in a community where a lot more people get it. Because if I were in your old town of New York City, t- town, city, <laughs> whatever, you know, like, man, I just, uh I mean, at this point, we don't even know when New York City is going to start reopening. Yeah. So, and and I think, I mean, as of the last time we recorded or whatever, and and once again, you know, I knock on wood, and I hope things don't change. But like, my mom, my mom has been tested. And oh, good. Now, now, mind you, like, my mom worked in a fucking hospital for thirty years. My mom knows people, and even like, even my mom had to fucking pull strings. You know what I'm saying? To get a fucking test. And, you know, and, and she's right in the demographic, you know, high blood pressure, heart problems, elderly, you know, diabetes, you know, like every fucking almost, almost every check mark you could check out for the high risk group. My mom can check off. And my mom knows people. And, and, you know, it was hard for her to get a test, but she did get a test. And as of right now, knock on wood, you know, whatever, you know, I don't want to jinx it. My mom is healthy, you know, cause that's, that's, the, you know, cause, you know, that's the, that's, you know, I don't want to say the one person I care about, but obviously that's the person I care about. You know, that's my mom. <laughs> you know, you know, if I have, you know, I, if I'm not a mama's boy. If you want to call me a mama's boy, I don't care. But, you know, I care about my mom and I want her to be healthy. And so the last time I heard my mom knock on wood is doing good. 
You know, I spoke, I spoke yeah. to another, I spoke to another friend of mine, uh, whose, whose parents are in Brooklyn and both his parents got it. His mom had to go to the fucking hospital, you know, and then, you know, she, you know, they're in quarantine and stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, to the best of my knowledge, they're going to be okay. But, you know, it, you know, and it's just one of those things that, you know, it's weird because I want to visit my mom, but I can't because I could, I don't want to bring anything to her. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a really fucking scary time. And, and it's, and, it, and it's like, and you would think, oh, the first thing when this is over with is I'll go hug my mom. Yeah. I want to go hug her and stuff like that. But I, once again, I have to, like, I would have to, I, I'm not going to see my mom in person until I'm tested. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, I wouldn't see your mom until like you, until like we know for sure everything's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty fucking isolated and shit, but I mean, I still want, I want my own, like, I want to be tested and then still wait the two weeks after getting tested and, and don't really not leave the house. I mean, I, I don't leave the house now anyway. I only leave the house to go get my daughter. Uh, but you know, really, <laughs> really don't leave the house. And, and then, then I could, I can feel safe in visiting my mom, you know, and they, and even then, when I, if I, when I go see my mom, I'm driving into the belly of the beast into fucking New York City, uh, you know, to, to see her. I don't know. It's, it's, it's scary. It, it, you know, it's so scary. You know, and I don't, and I don't, and if, you know, oh, we don't have to live in fear. And it's like, yeah, people, these people talking about living, you know, we don't, you don't, okay, fine. But these are people who live in fucking nice rural fucking areas where you don't have to be on top of each other. And, and it's easy for you not to, you know, to not be around people, you know, and, right. they're, and they're the most paranoid. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, so for me, like, you know, even, even like with, with, you know, the last girl that I could date, like, I'm concerned about her daughter. Like, I'm concerned that, you know, if anybody is in danger of not only this new disease that comes from getting COVID after the fact, but, you know, if anybody's immune compromised, her daughter is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I fear for that to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you know, this is a shitty time, dude. Like, and and even, you know, yes, I I have my issues with my ex, but that doesn't mean that I, I, you know wish ill will against her yeah. you know what i mean like i i want everybody to be safe and healthy i want everybody to be good in this and especially time. and especially like it's her kid like you know for for yeah. a long time you were in your kid's life and and it's basic fucking human decency yeah. to care about a, a child especially you know uh you know one that has medical issues and stuff like that you know so you, yeah, know, add, you know it only adds to the you know to the you know it's it you worry enough about kids in general and then the kid that kind of has some medical issues all on t- slapped on top of that and it's sort of like you know it's a it's basic basic human decency to care that and hope that you know the daughter's safe and, and everything is yeah and i mean i mean you know with the amount of kids that are in that apartment complex that they live in like i just sit there and i go oh like because yeah. you know how her daughter is like she sees those kids playing out there. She wants to go out there and play, and I'm just like, yeah, kids, I would be. Kids are. It's I hard enough for kids to understand, me. you know. Yeah, it would drive me up. It would drive me so crazy. Like, you know, I could just see that situation just turning into something that you know is going to just be tragic if it's you know if one of those kids actually has it. And that's you know, I kind of just hope that that doesn't happen because and and you know it, it's it's again I don't wish any ill will on anybody. You know, yeah. I, I don't like how things turned out, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I want something bad to happen to her or her kid. Like, I just, I want to make sure that everything is good, you know, and, you know, that goes for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, 
let's move on to something else because yeah. I think we've kind of <laughs> we've exhausted that. We keep going in. We keep going in and out of COVID and yeah. all this other bullshit. So, yeah. um, let me see. I mean, I kind of you know, I, I, I was watching. Uh, well, one, I mean, I was I've been watching the, the the Last Dance, the ESPN Last Dance, uh, Michael Jordan thing, which is. Like it, it's so 90s. I I love it. You know, of course, you know when a doc, when a good documentary is being made, and and it shows you that it's a good documentary because I obviously don't give a shit about sports, but I mean, you know, you know, I I you know I grew up in the demographic of like you know it's me, Michael Jordan. You know, other people have Muhammad Ali. Some people have Babe Ruth. You know, I grew up in the era of Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan to me, you know, Michael Jordan and like Mike Tyson are probably like the greatest of all time. And maybe even to a, to, to a lesser extent, maybe just a little past my time, like a Tiger Woods, you know, guys that are, you know, considered the greatest of all time, the top of their fucking game. And, uh, I've been watching that. It's been really fucking good. Um, uh, but once again, it's so weird to watch it because I watch it, but I watch, you know, obviously I don't care about the sports, but the documentary is good, but it's such a fucking, it, it's, it's a, it's so tasting the fucking nineties and it's, it's driving me fucking crazy. I mean, and I mean that in the best possible way. I, I, I've been loving that. Um, let me see. Uh, since the last, since our last episode, uh, I've been officially divorced for 10 years. So, uh, <laughs> yay to me on oh, that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. And it's weird because in a couple of days and, and it's, and it's, it's not that I want to remember. It's because it just, those, these numbers get stuck in my head. Uh, in a couple of days, it would have been had I stayed married. Oh my God! It would have been twenty years. Holy you probably would have stabbed somebody. <laughs> I'm just saying, is that if my ex-wife wasn't a fucking cheating bitch, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, we got 2004. No, no, yeah. So six. I would have. I would have been married 16 years and a couple of days if it wasn't revealed to me that my ex-wife was a cheating piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I've had a couple of those. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there's that, uh, and, uh, you know, right now things are tight, like for work, things are, are tight with work and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've, I've been noticing like, you know, when I, when I was in between jobs before, uh, you know, I'd applied for a bunch of places and stuff like that. And I guess these, pla- these places must've kept my fucking email because my fucking email address is blowing up. And it's and it's not like I don't think someone sold my email because these are all all the names of these places, but all these places are like scams or, or maybe not scams, but it's sort of like I, I've been noticing there's been certainly been an uptick in I don't want to say job offers because they're not really like you know it's nothing I'm is nothing I'm gonna fucking <laughs> nothing I'm gonna fucking jump on top of, but it's sort of you know it's sort of weird how like there's been like in my, I've noticed in my emails there's been an uptick of of job offers and bullshit. And then as for the regular news, the last thing I have was uh I got I got a bullshit like twenty dollar refund check from Progressive, which was my old car insurance company because I guess with less people being on the road, uh you know there's less claims, there's less whatever. So all these insurance companies are trying to like keep their customers by like oh we'll give you a and imagine i can only imagine how much they're saving if they can just give me twenty dollars <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they're probably saving millions of dollars because there are less people on the road less claims less everything and they're like oh shit you know what do we do with this surplus of money oh, give it back to the customers you know which is surprising you think they shove it in their own pocket but you know, it, it, but like I'm such a cynical person that like for you to give me twenty one dollars, what do you save? What are you, <laughs> what are you making? <laughs> you know, but um, 
All right, so now, yeah. now to the nerdy news. Okay, the big one. The big one that just came out a day or two ago, the Zack Snyder cut. Yes. Hashtag release the Snyder cut. Um, now this is what I've been able to, 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 uh, get a hold on so far. They, um, it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, that, uh, and, and literally before we started recording tonight, I was watching, uh, Kevin Smith's, uh, Fat Man Beyond podcast uh, live stream. And, uh, they, they literally had a video from Ben Affleck. It's like, it's, I'm reporting it now and it'll, it'll be all over the news tomorrow. Uh, like Ben Affleck basically saying that he's down. He's ready, you know, as I guess as soon as things get up and running, because uh, what they're doing is, uh, the people behind HBO Max are giving Zack Snyder $30 million to, uh, and, and, and I mean, you know, in a movie that big, $30 million really is a bit of a drop in the bucket. And, and I say now they're saying 30 million. I'm pretty sure it'll probably end up being more than that. Um, so he can complete the movie because they need to undo all the shit, not undo all the shit, but I'm saying is, you know, they need to continue making the movie that he wanted to make that, you know, they ended up fusing with Joss Whedon. Now I had made a joke and said, Oh, you know, uh, you know, they, you know, with the mustache looking all bad. And a friend of mine pointed out, and I didn't think about this. The mustache with all the mustache mustache stuff was with the Joss Whedon footage, and technically with the Snyder cut, they're not going to use any of the Joss Whedon footage because that's that was slapped on later on, you know, added and you know they they tried their best to make a movie out of what they had, so it's very likely they're not going to use any of the footage where Henry Cavill had uh, uh, his mustache and they had to digitally remove it, um, so. Uh, you know, uh, so once again, Ben Affleck has has basically gone on video and said that he's down for it. You had mentioned something about Henry Cavill. Did, did he re- renew his contract or something like that? There's or? a there's a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but he may end up. Uh, he may end up. He, he it sounds like he might be signing a new contract. Yeah. So and it's it's the only smart thing to do. You know, uh, seeing that Aquaman made so much money, Wonder Woman made so much money, you know, there, there, there is a, there's still a viability to these characters. And especially after Henry Cavill did The Witcher, you know, and people fell in love with him after doing The Witcher, um, Warner Brothers, you know, is, are smart to kind of like throw money at Henry Cavill and say, please come back and, and, and do Superman. And, you know, maybe, uh, with Zack Snyder's Justice League and, and, of course, you know, there's always the, the promise of, there's always the possibility of Man of Steel 2. Um, you know, maybe they can make those movies, you know, let Zack Snyder's, let Zack chill out. Don't stop making these movies so fucking depressing. Make them a little more lighthearted, like Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman 2, Wonder Woman 84, whatever looks, you know, nice and lighthearted. Aquaman was lighthearted. Um, so, you know, and then uh, I had mentioned to you that, you know, there was even a, a Superman cameo in Shazam. So when they eventually get around to making Shazam Part 2, now you can have a full-blown, legit uh, Superman cameo. Because in, in Shazam, quote-unquote, Superman was in it, but it was basically filmed from the chest down. So it's sort of, you know, they didn't have Henry Campbell, but they did have the suit. So, uh, I mean, there's still a viability to all this. Now, that being said, if Ben Affleck does come back to play Batman, you know, we're going to have... The Robert Pattinson movie that they've been planning to, to work on that they started working on before the before the pandemic hit. So we got Robert Pattinson's Batman, but then we still have Batfleck. <laughs> so we're gonna have two separate Batmans in the theaters, which is uh, it, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I think Ben Affleck now knowing that this is sort of his last bite at the apple, you know, maybe he'll 
get his shit together. <laughs> you know, and I, and I, I actually liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I think, you know, if, if you gave him the right script and stuff like that, you know, they could have made a good movie. Um, I kind of wished, you know, that they, they did give him the movie that he wanted to make. And, and who knows, maybe if this puts a, a shot in the arm to the franchise, you know, maybe they will let Ben Affleck make his own Batman movie like he had wanted to do, but then they kind of, they kind of, <laughs> uh, they kind of pushed him to the side and gave it to, to, to um, Oh my God! What's the guy's name? Reeve, Mark, Mike Reeves, the guy, the guy that's doing the new Batman movie, <laughs> the guy who did yeah. the the one of the Planet of the Apes movies. Um, and then also in the in in while we're talking about Batman, Robert Pattinson has said that he's not going to work out so he can play Batman in the next movie. He's not going to work out all the time, I believe, is what he said. Yeah, and I get, I get what he's saying. Like maybe he doesn't want to get to like where like the way Chris Hemsworth looks or or, or Chris Evans looks. Um, you know, I'm and that that might have been a, a, like something taken out of context and stuff like that. Because I mean, you know, the point of Bruce Wayne is a guy who has driven himself to the point of a guy who's driven himself to the point of fucking being the you know a, a perfect machine. Um, so and it's and the whole thing it's not like. Uh, Robert Pattinson was ever like a fat slob anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was never, he was never like this chunky dude that, you know, that he got in shape for the movies. He was always pretty much in shape. So I mean, you know, maybe he's not, he doesn't want to get sculpted like a fucking god, but, uh, you know, but he's saying he doesn't want to work out. And, and then again, really, when you, when you really look at it, like if you ever watch those tough man competitions, like at ESPN, like at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know, the, the the strongest man in the world. All those guys look more like me <laughs> than they do like Robert Pattinson. You know, all the tough man competitions, they're all fucking, they all got guts. You know, they're all like, you know, got big thick arms, big thick legs and stuff like that. So, you know, the the big, uh, the strongest man in the world competition, the tough man competitions, all those, you know, Magnus for Magnuson and all those guys, um, you know, they, they're all kind of, if you did not know that they were, you know, uh, world's strongest men, they just look like, Big fat beer drinker guys. Um, okay. Um, and when before the episode, you said you'd wanted to talk to me about something, and I thought th- I thought you were gonna scold me. <laughs> on uh, yes, I oh, rent- getting Scoob. Fuck you, yeah. I, <laughs> I rented Scoob. Uh, well, I mean, once again, there's, there's me, a couple factors here. Let me say this real quick, okay? Was Scooby Doo going to do anything in the theaters? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um. But let's let's just say that if if the the pandemic didn't happen, Scoop wouldn't have done anything. Same thing with Trolls. Same thing. There's a uh, I can't think of the movie that's going to be coming out here at the end of May. Uh, it's going online. It's um some some movie. It has one of the it has that girl from uh, oh what the hell is that movie that all the women are about? Not they're, they're more about the books than uh, uh, anything else. I can't think of. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm drawing a blank. Oh shit. Um, it's about sex and everything. You know which one I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I, I thought I'm on top of all this shit. I, I'm Dude, it's, it's, well, anyways, so that movie, it's, it's got, um, uh, Ice Cube in it. I can't think of what the name of it is. Um, but, um, yeah, so that movie's coming out. That wasn't gonna do anything in theaters either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, l- let me let me just say this. So any movie that's going on digital, mm-hmm. th- those movies weren't going to do like Avengers type of business. They're not even going to do like Spider Man type of business. Yeah. Now, does that mean that um, like Trolls doing a hundred million dollars is going to be the new norm? 
I don't know. We'll have to see how Scoob does. Um, I do know that some of these movies are going to be good for, you know, like these theaters starting to open because now they can put these movies on screen. And, you know, that's what they really need to do. So, I don't know. I mean, well, one, my daughter did want to see it because my daughter, you know, I mean, it was before her time, but, uh, you know, we had... Uh, the two live action ones, the, the, the Freddie Prinze, Sarah, jo- Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Sarah Michelle Geller, those ones. And so, like, my daughter loved those two movies. Uh, like, she liked part one more than part two, but, you know, so my daughter's seen those movies. To her, that Scooby Doo, she didn't, you know, she doesn't really watch TV, so, like, she didn't really grow up on the cartoon. But, I mean, she likes the idea of Scooby Doo and stuff like that, so she wanted to see it. And quite frankly, I wanted to see it, because, uh, Blue Falcon is in it, and Captain Caveman, and, uh, you know, and it's not really a spoiler, as it is, you know, when I say this, but, like, they were pushing this movie to kind of be, I think they want to build the, like an ex- expanded universe like Marvel or, you know, or, or DC. Um, because even though it had like Blue Falcon and, and, and Captain Caveman, uh, they had, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's, it's not really a spoiler, but it's, it's sort of like they had like Jabberjaw and Johnny Quest and Grape Ape and, you know, and, and so I think this was supposed to be sort of a, this was going to be the Iron Man. This is going to be like the one movie that, maybe uh triggers a, a Hanna-Barbera crossover universe and stuff like that. So, and it's it's not a bad idea, you know what I'm saying? There's there's this money and nostalgia and it's but it's funny how like, you know, our generation like I see those characters and I think more of like, you know, Harvey Birdman attorney at law than I did from like the and, but I you know, I I loved that's why I like Blue Falcon, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I I mean, I grew up watching the original cartoons and then as they got older then the parodies of the cartoons that were based on the real material. So, um I think they're pushing more for like a a shared cinematic universe, which I'm all cool with. Uh, and it was cute, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was Scoob and and I mean, now of course you know with your other podcast, the Tommy Faithful podcast, you know I, I've got a chance to meet a lot of really good voice actors. And the one thing that does burn me is that you know we don't need you know uh, you know Will Arnett playing fucking Shaggy. We don't need Ken Jeong. Uh, uh, playing, uh, Dino Mutt, uh, you know, stuff like that. You know, they, they bring in these celebrity voices to play characters that are pretty much well established. It's not like no one's, no one's, you know, no one's going to see, you know, uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg play the voice of Blue Falcon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, people are going to go see Blue Falcon for Blue Falcon. So, you know, a part of me is a little like, you know, for meeting so many voice actors, you know, when they put the celebrities in as like a stunt casting or whatever, um, it's a little annoying. It is. Um, but, you know, and then, and, and of course the movies, you know, you could pick it apart. It's very easy to pick apart, but I mean, just in pure nostalgia and fun. I mean, it does get, the, it does, the action gets a little intense. Like it's not for small kids, like, you know, a three or four year old may not like like the third act because it gets a little intense. Um, but, you know, I mean, for like my daughter at nine, like my daughter fucking loved it. And, 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 you know, me, I'm a big kid and I, I dug it. I don't say I loved it, but I enjoyed it. So, you know, you know, and not to, not to kick you and your industry while it's down, but, you know, I wanted to see the fucking movies. <laughs> so I got it. Um, uh, just real quick shoot stuff. Uh, the, the, what we do in shadows has been really good this season. Uh, not this last episode, the one before the last episode, they actually had, uh, Mark Hamill come in and play a vampire 
this past week they had Nick Kroll, but Nick Nick Kroll was a was a was a returning character from season one. Um, but like you know the the show and and it's so funny because it's obviously it's a sitcom, it's, it's you know it's a comedy about vampires, but some of the scenes have really good special effects and 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 even good practical makeup. Like uh, you know the the seasons this episode now with with Nick Kroll. There, he has like this vampire and she, her face is all jacked up and she has big buggy eyes and funky teeth, but it doesn't look goofy. It's actually fucking scary, even though it's a comedy, you know? So, um, what we do in shadows is, is, is really impressing me. And if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's, it's pretty good. And it's on, like, it's on Hulu. So like, you don't even have, even if you don't have cable, you can watch it on, Hulu. uh, Rick and Morty. Of course, Rick and Morty has been fucking tearing it up. Uh, solar opposites. Have you watched any of the solar opposites, Paul? I've been meaning to, and I haven't gotten a chance to. But yes, that's that's on my list. I kind of want to see what this is all about. Yeah, it, um, it, it takes a few episodes. Like I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is the American Dad to Family Guy." Where like it felt like, "Oh, this is like a bad ripoff." And not bad ripoff because it's made by the same people. Well, it's not the same people. Excuse me. It's Justin Roiland, but no Dan Harmon, and it's Justin Roiland and another dude. And, and, and that being said, um, the first couple of episodes, I kind of sat there like jaded, like, ah, oh, this is there, this is, this is not even, tr- this is not even as good, nowhere near as good as, uh, Rick and Morty. Then as the season goes on, there's a couple more episodes, the second to last episode in particular, the, the series regularly picks up. I'm kind of glad I, I didn't watch every, I didn't binge it. I watched, like I do, you know, when I try to, when I'm organizing stuff and I'm trying to do what I do, you know, I'll watch an episode a day. And so, uh, I was, you know, I'm, I'm glad I let it stretch out because, you know, I got a chance to enjoy the show spread out. Um, I'm surprised that, you know, with Hulu, they went with the, the, that, t- the typical, you know, you can watch it all at once, dropping all at once. Cause I think that show would probably benefit it a little bit better if it had, had it, had it been released once a week, like, like a Rick and Morty. But, yeah. um, uh, but in, it, like I said, it took a second to grow on me. And of course, you know, there, there's, there's people are going to probably draw that, you know, like it's, it, there are people probably going to say, oh, it's, it's like Rick and Morty, but not as good. But the same thing, like, like American Dad, like American Dad, you know, had big shoes to fill when it came out after uh, Family Guy. But like, you know, then American Dad found its own footing, you know, and even like even the Cleveland show, even though the Cleveland show wasn't was canceled, I mean, the Cleveland show got its own footing. So I think Solar Opposites, it's one of those deals where like the, it kind of came out the gate a little awkward. It got better towards the end of the first season, and I think maybe by next season it's gonna it's gonna you know they're gonna be people you know as, as fanatical as people are about Rick and Morty, they'll be fanatical about Solar Opposites. It's, it's a good show, um, and obviously you know the obviously you draw comparisons, but I'm kind of glad that it's doing its own thing. Um, Do you think that the reason why it's not on maybe Adult Swim is because it's not it's not anywhere near as good as Rick and Morty? Maybe. Well, also, I mean, they just curse. It's just. It is fucking nonstop curse. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. If, oh. if, if it ever translates over, they're going to have to fucking, <laughs> it's all, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's a scene where like two characters are like having sex and even though you don't like, I mean, you know, I mean, they get away with it or whatever. I mean, but it's, you know, if it was to ever get, like, let's just say like, if, you Basically, know, if, if it wasn't on Hulu, it probably wouldn't be, it wouldn't have been made is what you're saying. Well, I mean, I guess you, I know you don't need that. The funny thing is that, like, I feel the curses in the show are kind of cheap. You know, like, I, I think they could have easily done the same exact show without the curses. And I guess you could technically edit it down without the curses. But, you know, I mean, 
when when and if that ever happens, the that person has a lot of fucking work ahead of them because like every character curses. And and the funny thing is like there you know there's the two main characters, which is Justin Roiland and uh, Thomas Middleditch, the guy from um, uh, Silicon Valley. I don't know who the, the, there's a daughter and a son. And I was racking my brain. I'm like, that son's voice sounds so, so familiar. It's the kid from the Goldbergs, the, the star of the Goldbergs, the kid with the glasses. And, uh, and the funny, you know, I mean, I mean, he's, he's a man now. He's like 18, 19 years old or whatever, but like even he's cursing. And it's so weird to like hear that weird squeaky little voice like cursing and stuff like that. Cause you know, he, he's playing a young boy, you know, and he's an alien, but he's a young boy and, and he, he curses a lot. <laughs> and so, um, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, it's not that it can't go on Adult Swim, but just they just have to do a bunch of editing, um, cursing wise, you know. And I don't know if they would bleep it or maybe you know they'd have fun. Oh, with there it. would be a lot of bleeps probably. Yeah, I mean, they could have fun with it, and and but then again, I mean, shows like I mean, even like Venture Brothers and shit like that has cursing in it where you know they uh you know they bleep it out and stuff like that on on it, you know. Uh, you know, it's good, and I think it'll it'll probably get better the next season and stuff like that once it finds its footing. And uh, there was a there's an I mean I, these are my last two things. Uh, there was I I actually really liked the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix, and and they did an episode just like that Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror Bandersnatch, where it was a, a choose your own adventure episode, like a, a multi choice episode. Um, you know, it was good, <laughs> like. You know, and and the funny thing is that like you make these decisions, and obviously you know you want to make the when you're watching a comedy show you want to make the bad decision to see what the bad decision the what outcome it gives you. So it kind of rewards you for kind of like making the worst decisions possible, which is funny, you know, because you don't want to make the right decision then the episode will be over in five minutes, you know. So um, I think it was pretty funny. It made me, it made me miss that show. That was a very very cute show. And it's, I mean, it's a stupid little show, but it's it's it's. You know, but if you haven't checked it out, it's it's worth a shot. And uh, and then Fred Willard, uh, mostly known, I guess, for his acting in like movies like Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. Um, but he also made history. He was the president, the live action president in Wall-E, and uh, you know, and then in the history of Pixar. And I mean, not that Pixar has been around forever, but he's I think he's the first and quite possibly the only live action actor that has ever been in a Pixar movie. And, uh, but then the funny thing is then after Wally, uh, uh, he got arrested for jerking off in a movie theater at the age of 73. <laughs> so this is a guy who's like, who, uh, obviously hasn't heard of the internet or, or so old that, you know, the internet probably, he doesn't understand that you could, you could stay at home and jerk off. Um, but you don't know, give him any ideas in the, in the, in, you know, the follow my catchphrase, you know, you should be fapping. Uh, much respect <laughs> to Mr. Fred Willard for, you know, for whacking it in a fucking movie theater, for just like uh, Pee Wee Herman and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, Fred Willard. You know, I just I, I find it hilarious that, you know, 73 year old man, you know, I, I, I want to still be jerking off a of 73, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God bless him. You can still get it up and fucking and crank it out at 73. Yeah, that's fucking fantastic. And, uh, all right, so that's pretty much the end of all my topics. Should probably wrap it up. That's what she said. Uh, please visit twostrangersonepodcast.com or .net where you can find all things show related. You can find links, uh, to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us there. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can find us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. The Stitcher app for Android devices. And... You know, any podcast worth listening to, you know, Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcast or, uh, 
to anything else. I, you know, my one of my other favorite shows is a show called uh, The Weekly Planet, and of course Paul's other baby, the Tanami Faithful podcast, are all available on Stitcher. Or you could go right to the source. You could download if if you don't want to use this, if you don't want to subscribe and use any of those apps, you could actually go right to SoundCloud, our hosting site, and you could download. I make every episode downloadable. And uh, so if you wanted to get this specific episode, oh, the, the episode where Chris found out his ex was uh, dumped him because she wanted to date a guy whose wife just died, uh, <laughs> you could download this specific episode and. Uh, Still fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you can you can do that. You can download this specific episode if you like. Uh, just go to uh, SoundCloud and look up Two Strangers Will Podcast and um, <laughs> and and uh, download the episodes there. If you don't want to subscribe to any other kind of service, uh, we want your money. We need your money. Uh, but until I get my shit in order and I set up a Patreon, uh, you can su- show your support for the show by sharing and liking us on Facebook. Uh, facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast like our page share our page share this episode like this episode whatever it does um oh and a couple things something just popped in my head well two things just popped in my head um that's dangerous <laughs> uh long-term listener of the show uh this guy named chris mounts uh and you know the joke i had called him chris conson uh long-term supporter of the show uh he's he's a guy that he's you know, he's always given us shout outs on his page. He's always he, he's probably, you know, I mean, of, of course, we interact a lot with Oscar because Oscar. But, uh, you know, Oscar likes to make fun of me and stuff like that. Um, Chris is like the anti Oscar. <laughs> Chris Mounts. Um, he's been very, very supportive. Uh, he went into the hospital and I don't know if it's COVID-19 related. It might be. I'm not 100 percent. And if I'm wrong, Chris, forgive me. Um and you know, I and I'm not a religious person or anything like that. But if you're one of those people and you want to say thoughts and prayers or or anything like that, or just you know, um, you know, it does kind of fucking it, it does shake me a little bit that you know that there's a you know one of our long-term listeners of the show, Chris Mount, he's in the hospital, and um, you know, I think like you know somebody a friend a member of his family has been like tagging him in posts saying that he's in the hospital and, and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, a, a quick recovery, brother. I, I, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're, you know, you know, stick around and fight it out. You know, he's a good guy. He's, he's, you know, him, he, he's always been very supportive of me and my fucking struggles with, um, you know, being like a single dad and stuff like that. Um, I was going to say everything, but continue. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and he's a single dad himself and, you know, he, he's had, issues with his baby mama and stuff like that which i think you know he's sort of like dude i know the struggle <laughs> i had to deal with a crazy baby mama also so um you know uh i don't know if, you know i don't want to say thoughts and prayers it sounds so fucking cheesy to say but you know uh just just a shout out to him and and and, and I, I wishing for a quick recovery and i've offered i've asked him if he wanted to come on the show you know saying and, and, and he's always been very supportive and and he sort of like he's he's not too interested in being a guest on the show um but you know i always said look the door is always open if there's any ever anything that you want to do on the show and um so there's that and there's also here's another uh, uh another fan of the sh- a friend of the show fan of the show uh sean burnett and i'll i'll I I put this in the ads last week also, um, but he's promoting because you know nowadays you know uh, even wrestling itself like even the big 
even the big ones like WWE are going through financial troubles because, you know, uh, trying to have a business that, you know, that in this day and age where sports aren't, uh, people, you know, and obviously in wrestling, you got people that are, you know, it's, it, you can't social distance and wrestle at the same time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are going to, oh, come on, please. I'm just saying is, you know, and, and that's a business where, you know, everybody, you know, you need to be tested every, every day and you have to test the crew and you, know, so, uh, for, for my buddy Sean Burnett, he's actually promoting, um, one of his independent, you know, and an independent shows have also taken a big hit, you know, the, the independent wrestlers and the guys on the, on the minor leagues or the Bush leagues or whatever, you know, the, 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 the real independent guys, you know, uh, the, you know, the guys that are playing VFW halls and the guys that are playing at local gyms and schools around, you know, it's tough for them because, you know, some of them were trying to eke out a living, uh, doing stuff like that. And now there's, you know, when millionaire athletes aren't getting paid, obviously even the, the low men on the totem pole aren't getting paid either. So, uh, if you want to support independent wrestling, uh, vcwaction.com, and I, I should have had, I should have put the ad in the episode also, but, uh, vcwaction.com, uh, you can order the DVD, you know, if you want to get it, you know, sometimes, you know, now that wrestling is sort of, uh, you know, it's, it's a little tough to watch wrestling that's entertaining, and not that, not that it's not entertaining, but you know, if you want to get a taste of something new and something different, uh, check out, uh, bcwaction.com and get it and order a copy of uh the dvd uh that they have there i want to say it's like new year's madness i'm sorry if i forgot the actual name of the dvd uh but check them out also you're fired chris (laughs) um let me see what else, what else, what else, what else. Uh, if you want to write us, I checked the email before the podcast, and I'm pretty sure Oscar is probably going to have, so have something to say next episode uh, about oh, yeah. this. But if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can visit our YouTube page. Go on YouTube. Anything that's not on Stitcher or 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 SoundCloud or iTunes, any episode before that, you can go back and listen to eight years of fucking podcasts. Uh, and hear the other dramas and, and, and twists and turns in my life. Uh, you can go and listen to on, on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, you could also find my audiobook, Odd I See a Tale from the Road. It's like I actually, I wrote a fucking book. I had a computer read it. All the files are out there. So you can listen to a novel's length worth of book. Uh, you can find links to my, uh, there's uh, under our Two Strangers One Podcast banner, I've put, uh, three of my albums that I've made. Under the name XLNYC, it's sort of electronic music, um, and of course, you know, it's got to be about you, Chris. Jesus well, Christ. you know, I mean, the thing is, you know, we, we do podcasts, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm an author, I'm a musician, I'm, I'm a, I, I have a lot of things, and I, and I have other projects that I'm working on, and that's another thing. I'm like, I, there's some projects that I've been working on, and I don't want to jinx it by talking about it now, but you know, there's been stuff that I've been kind of working on on the side. Now that I've been in quarantine, stuff that's been keeping me busy, probably keeping me from going fucking crazy. And, uh, you know, hope, I mean, it's going to be a while before anything comes up, comes of it, but, um, it's going to be really fucking cool. I'm working on something really, really, really fucking, um, so, uh, let me see. So there's, like I said, you can visit, go on YouTube, find my music, find my audiobook, find old po- episodes. Uh, you find you know, some interviews that we've done at Comic Con. Uh, very likely they won't be near Comic Con this year. Uh, not in the way that we've known it. Um, I think, you know, I think all these places are trying to, they're trying to organize like online cons, which is cool and everything like that. But I mean, nothing beats, you know, 60,000. person <laughs> getting con crud on top of, co- oh, never mind. 
And look, I've, I, what, I've gone to Comic-Con, what, for the past five years and stuff like that? And even though I've been exhausted, and I'm, and I look, I'm the last, I'm the farthest thing from the health, I'm, I'm far from a healthy person. <laughs> I'm not a healthy person. And, and I've spent all four days at Comic-Con on my feet, mingling with fucking people, and I'm fine. I, I've, I've, I've always been good, you know, so, um, well, that one year that I went to New York Comic Con, I caught con crud, as you remember. That yeah. wasn't fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you know, <laughs> I, I love it, and it, and it kills me that it's probably not going to happen this year. But it is what it is. Um, I can't. As it's that's everything, right? I can't. <laughs> I think so. Right, and so I acquiesce to you, sir. Oh, now that I'm. Oh my God, I want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. Uh, I don't know if. Chris mentioned it, but you can find us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Oh, that's right, yeah. As well. Um, now that I have control of it, <laughs> I can actually post things up on my Chris. I'm shaking <laughs> my head at you right now, Chris. Um, as far as me, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter, Paul Pascrillo. Uh, you can email me like Oscar has emailed me in the past, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I actually have... It should be the 26th on Tuesday, which is actually Toonami's anniversary, eight years anniversary, mind you. Um, we'll be releasing, I'm releasing a soundtrack for, not a soundtrack, a, a single called Mortified. It's a, uh, it's a song about Rick and Morty, inspired by Rick and Morty. Um, it's by an artist named Grayson, and it's also, uh, it's, it features the guy that produced it and also somebody that I can, I call a friend. His name is Atlas. You guys want to definitely listen to that. That should be out on at least Spotify, and I want to say Apple sometime next week. It should be out on the 26th, but sometimes it lags because, you know, these these companies are wonderful. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I think that's about it. You know, I just kind of just want to say real quick, too, like, you know, I don't feel – I know I rag, I've been ragging on my ex a lot, and I, I get that, but, you know, I don't – I just want to make sure that everybody understands that, you know, I'm, you know, it's, I'm actually happy now. Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I'm, I'm, you know, I guess I'm just t- t- taking out some access regression. I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, and I just, I don't wish any ill will, especially during these times. I hope everybody's healthy. I hope that everybody gets through this and just wear a fucking mask, please. So stay the fuck at home. <laughs> yeah, if you don't need to be out, stay at home. Don't go to Walmart. Jesus Christ, please don't. <laughs> don't save yourself. The one time I got, there's the one time I do leave my house to go to Walmart. But you know, I just I see videos of people, you know, hanging out in the fucking park. <laughs> dude, you, dude, it, it's if you go to Walmart, you have to wear a fucking hazmat suit too. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace out. Bye. You should be fapping to your boyfriend's dead wife. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we're out. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double that? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But...
<laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with the materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... So, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Fuck a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come, I, like I it. can see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. 
No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.